0: Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today's guest is Deepti Jain, co-founder of We Schoolhouse. Deepti felt the challenge and the constraints of accessing quality early childhood learning programs for children. And she quickly realized she wasn't alone. With an evident need combined with a deeply rooted love for children and an understanding of how critical these years are, Deepti and her partner embarked on a journey to elevate the quality of early childhood education by opening brick and mortar schools throughout New York City. That's right, you heard it, in New York City. After seeing tremendous success, they recognized this demand was far greater than they initially imagined, which had them thinking, how can we reach and support more children and families, not just at home in the United States, but also globally? And then we Schoolhouse was born by utilizing technology as a way to partner with parents and caregivers. They have made it so that any parent anywhere in the world can access high quality early childhood education while also providing holistic care for their children right in their very own home. They are so excited to be able to support families in different and more flexible ways, whether That is, in their classrooms or with them at home. In this episode, we talk about how parents know their children better than anyone. Parents, I need you to hear that. You know your child better than anyone. Also, they want you to know that homeschooling is completely doable and there are resources everywhere to guide your journey. Lastly, every family should feel empowered to make a decision that is best for their particular family. And not worry about the opinions of others who may just disagree. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper, because you're not going to want to miss what Deep D has to say. Let's get into the podcast.
1: Say hello to our guests and tell us, what is a fun fact about your industry that will really surprise our listeners?
2: Thank you so much, Bex. It's wonderful to be here. Really, really excited to be having this conversation today. And a fun fact about our industry that will hopefully surprise your listeners is that we are inspired by a philosophy that we follow. It's called Reggio Emilia. Now, Reggio Emilia is a town in Italy that was actually destroyed after World War II. And a young teacher by the name of Lori Malaguzzi was inspired to rebuild society. And what better place to start than with children? So he determined this early childhood uh, education system and developed child-centric approach that really embraces children's learning from meaningful hands-on experiences and with a real particular focus on child-led play. And why we are excited about it and why we are inspired, our curriculum is inspired by this philosophy is for a few reasons. It honors children's interests, which leads to long-term project-based type of learning. It values the inclusion of open-end materials to foster creativity and support various learning styles. And lastly, the philosophy embraces the people and places within the community, which inspires a sense of belonging, collaboration, compassion, and empathy.
1: That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so you just have me all curious now, and I'm sure all our listeners are wondering, what is the schoolhouse?
2: Tell us all about it and how it began Sure, I can I can uh, take a stab at that. So my partner and I, my, my name is Deepti Jain, by the way, lovely to meet all of you. My partner, Kamala Faruqi, and I started this childcare business about 10 years ago. And we have our roots in New York City, in Manhattan, actually. So this journey for us started 10 years ago, where we saw an opportunity to really elevate child care in, uh, in the city, and we've been fortunate enough where eh? we have five locations now with under a sister brand called Manhattan Schoolhouse. And what as we got to evolving the program and our journey and helping families, we started thinking there's an opportunity here to really take this to more families, make the approach that we're following, make it accessible to more families. So through that, through that sort of uh, journey, Manhattan V Schoolhouse was born. And Schoolhouse, by the way, is with a K. It's not with a C H. It's with a K. So vschoolhouse.com. Schoolhouse. dot com. That's how we came up with the idea that why not help more families and take this take this philosophy and everything all the wonderful things do we, we do to help our families in our brick and mortar locations and really bring it to as many families and hopefully globally across the world this this need is there to help families at home and especially the age group that we we serve 0 to 5 we believe is so foundational to a human being's life is there's such critical important years and we are honored to be a part of that journey and that's how we schoolhouse was born
1: I love that, you know, and I I agree with you that those are the most important years. I know for me, my mom actually homeschooled me from zero to five. And it was in those years that she built such a strong love of learning. She really advanced me in those years. And, you know, she did it by herself. Imagine if she had help. Imagine if she had people who would come alongside her who had like, you know, more ideas and more experience and just really locking arms with her to be able to take me to the next level. I mean, I love what you guys are doing because you give like Manhattan is basically an inner city. I grew up in Brooklyn, so I, I know all about Manhattan. I used to work there, went to college there, Pace University. So it's like. It's it's I love Manhattan, first off, but it's definitely a city. <laughs> and A lot of people don't think of, you know, homeschool in a city, but you guys are taking that next step and you're really introducing it to, you know, a, a, a demographic that one can afford it and two really would benefit from being able to at least for those first couple of few years educate their I mean oh my gosh Manhattan oh there's so much richness over there too like what they can do on top of like what you're it's just it's blowing my mind and it's so exciting just to to know that you guys are there so did you want to add to that Stephanie
3: yeah so hi everybody I'm Stephanie I'm the director of We Schoolhouse and I I was fortunate enough to kind of come along the journey I was in the brick and mortar locations Uh, as the preschool director and then just you know it's been really lovely to see the evolution and how we're kind of branching out to not only serve children where we understand right everybody has needs families have needs where they might have to opt for a brick and mortar location and then families also they want to have maybe a little bit more authority kind of over their children's learning experiences at home so I love that we have now these two options where we can serve families that do you need that in-person care? And now we all have the flexibility to reach that many more families throughout the country, throughout the world, you know, who anybody can benefit from some resources. And like you said, Bex, with your mom, it's how brave of her to kind of do this on your own, because I feel like it can be so overwhelming. You know, it's where do you begin? Am I doing this right? So for us, it's really lovely that we can help support families and caregivers with those resources to kind of help their experience be guided with a little more confidence and, and and support along the way.
1: Yeah. So what was the inspiration to do this because I, again like in a city you don't you don't think along these lines. You know, like it's just for some reason in a city we we feel like everything is there. We can just, you know, boom, go across the street, we have a Day Center. here we have this but you guys have taken it you know it's that next level what was the inspiration to to do this to do we schoolhouse.
2: Yeah, so I could just add to what I shared that I think the, the biggest piece for us is that there's sometimes a misconception that real learning really starts later in the later years. And there are plenty of parents, as Stephanie also just outlined, who make different choices for their children. So we want to meet parents where they are. So if they make a choice to come, come to our brick and mortar locations, That's fantastic. If they're choosing homeschooling for their child, we also want to be a partner there. We really want to support the caregiver at home and really create a bigger impact because this need is real. And like I said, there's sometimes a misconception that 0 to 5 or certainly 0 to 3, you know, children don't need much. But what we know, there's so much evidence that suggests that the, it, that's really a time of rapid growth and rapid development and rapid learning. And even though infants, for example, they may not be able to speak to you, but believe me, they're listening. They're listening to every word you're saying. They're listening to every time you look at them. They're responding to every time you touch them. So there's just, there's just such an important age that we wanted to really make the biggest impact possible, which is what inspired us to really take this to the next level. So what is the focus? Like,
1: what do you focus on in We Schoolhouse? Like, what are the different things that if a parent would come in, what would their child be learning and doing activities? Because you have beautiful things going on on your website. I know that. So it's like, why don't you tell us about it?
3: Yeah, so, you know, I think when we think of the focus of We Schoolhouse, it really comes down to holistic care because it's it's more than just activities, right? We, we have to ensure that the whole child ha- is in great state. So that encompasses social, emotional, well-being, physiological aspects, right? So we think about the holistic care. Developmentally appropriate practice is another big one for us. And then, you know, the misconception, I think, with maybe hearing about a virtual homeschooling program is the is screen time, but we actually really opt to limit screen time. So we provide a curriculum that encompasses these daily activities and learning objectives, but we understand that there's so much more to that, right? So we have to ensure, right, those needs are being met. We actually provide monthly menus. So that's something to, to give ideas like what you can cook in the kitchen and how to include your child, right? So thinking about the whole day to really nourish the children. And, you know, we think about also other documents and sleep routines how do we support that at home sleep is monumental for a child's growth and development so what are some tips and takeaways that you can utilize to support the nap times and the bedtime routines and we really want to ensure individualized experiences so we offer extras like one to one consultations with we have our team of early childhood experts so when those challenges emerge right the we're, we're really not equipped always, you know, with what's best for our children or what do I do about this? And how do I go about, we can give a schedule, which we do, but then when things may not go accordingly, how do you adjust or the different ages? Like we, we know of the terrible two, so to speak, which we don't think is so terrible. It's just, there's challenges to it. It's actually a wonderful time of growth. Right. But that doesn't mean that parents are necessarily immediately equipped. It's, it's hard. It, it, Support is so important. So, we really want to make sure that we can serve the holistic needs of, of the children and feel like parents have that well rounded support more than just the academic piece, which I think, you know, that can tend to be more of a focus when we think of homeschooling or, you know, just educating the child. Developmentally appropriate practice is crucial. And that's really in a nutshell, it's meeting children where they're at. A lot of times, I think what we're seeing now. Is a greater push for academics younger and younger. There's an expectation that children should know letters, colors, numbers, shapes at like one years old, two years old, and it's like, well, why is it really that? And you know, what's really developmentally appropriate? What should a child be doing at this age that's going to best serve their development? That's going to foster a love for learning, right? So. It's really important to us that we do meet children where they're at. And that's why we are inspired by the Reggio Emilia philosophy, uh, which I know Deepa had mentioned was a fun fact. And it is a crucial component that really inspires our curriculum and philosophy. And that really pays respects to children's natural competencies. It includes them uh, in the greater community and the learning experience. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to know what children are interested in, what they're playing with, because that means they're intrinsically motivated, right? You think about it, things that interest us have our engagement, right? And if we're engaged in something, we're learning, there's always takeaways. So that's something really important. You know, we can teach all day, but that's not to convey that learning is actually happening, right? So what's the best way that children learn? It's through things that are interesting, it's sensory rich experiences, it's through play. So we're really big advocates for that. And then, you know, and just thinking of the technology piece, right, we really look to actually reduce the screen time. So we think of our channel of We Schoolhouse as a mode of communication between us and the parents and the caregivers. So this is a way that you can receive feedback, support, resources that you could then utilize at home with your children as you kind of take on that teacher role, right? So you have that at your disposal. We do offer some Forms of technology for children, we have extras, but they're optional. So if it's a yoga class, music, dance, parents can opt in for that. That's optional. And then eventually we're going to introduce another uh, tier to our program, which would allow families, if they wanted to opt for a morning meeting with their classroom, they can. And that would just be a time to kind of embrace that classroom community. Again, optional. So we would never have children behind the screen for more than 60 minutes at max a day and that's again optional. But we really we want kids outside playing, getting messy, dirty, having fun, you know, playing with materials. And and that's where the greatest learning happens for sure.
1: Yeah, it has a really strong Montessori kind of feel. <laughs> like a lot, my aunt used to do Montessori and it was very child based and like what are they what do they like to do and everything. So I'm not all, a, a ton familiar with Reggio. Amelia technique, and I would love to learn more about that, actually, because it sounds amazing. It sounds like just something that if when I have my own children, I always talk about when I have my children, how I want to teach them, and I want to teach them very organically. And it sounds like this is a very organic, but yet structured way of doing things, especially helping kids out. So developmentally appropriate practice, that was the one thing I just kept coming back to. And I'm like, what, what does that actually mean? Like, I know you mentioned it, but like, what would be an example of a developmentally appropriate practice for let's, let's say like a two-year-old or let's say a three-year-old, or does it really depend upon like their interests at that point? Does that make sense?
3: Yeah, no, for sure. And I think it encompasses, both of the, well, it's, we always want to take, you know, what the children are interested in because it's ultimately, it doesn't really matter what the subject is, right? It's the learning concepts. It's it's getting children to engage in hands-on experiences that's going to prompt them to experiment, to engage in trial and error, right? Because they want to figure things out. They want to know more if it's, you know, maybe an older child where an interest might be a little more prevalent with their vocabulary when they're asking questions Well, how do we find that answer? Let's figure that out together. So a lot for the two-year-olds, you know, which we encourage on for our caregivers and parents, we offer tools, observational forms, so that when we offer children these experiences, we call them provocations, which a provocation is really an arrangement of materials that are meant to provoke engagement and play. So we'll situate something really nice, you know, for an older child, it might for older children or one child, you might put some beautiful sunflowers in the middle of a table, and you might couple that with paper and some paint. So there is an invitation to maybe take that observation and do something with it, but they're not limited to that because for one child, they might try to replicate a sunflower, right? Another child might just really be curious about color mixing. The third child may just create something that is out of left field that you wouldn't expect for them to do, but the thing is, right, what's the what's the greater concept there is that that child is engaged. They're spending time, no matter what it is that they're making, we're very process driven. And that's something that we're hearing more of. It's not really about, okay, they have to make a sunflower. Well, no, no matter what they're making, they're spending more time with the paintbrush and the paint because they can take it in a direction they want to that's interesting to them. So they're going to maximize the amount of time that they're using this paintbrush So they're increasing their fine motor skills drastically because they have that flexibility and autonomy to just keep doing what they want to do. And then from there, the more they're working, the more ideas might come about, the more creativity, the imagination, the trial and error, the experimentation, the discovery, these greater learning concepts are going to be embedded the more open-ended we keep the materials and experiences because that engagement, that invitation to explore and play is going to allow for those greater concepts to be adapted and that's going to increase the focus and the attention span and then wanting to go back and try something new or see what they did and how can they can they do that again can they add to it so it's just it's really amazing it's it might not be as measurable sometimes which i think that's where the difficulty comes in right we want to like what's what shape is this you know and it's like okay it's a square okay i know you know it or not but children can play with squares they can still they can touch squares they can build with squares And then we can help provide them with language. Oh, you stacked a square block on top of a rectangular block, right? And they're hearing that and making those connections. So maybe in some senses, it's not always so clear how the learning is unraveling, but it's there. And for us, we want to provide the family with the tools that they can not only document to better understand the learning, but then help them make sense of it and why this is so meaningful.
1: Yeah, as a as a teacher, I I completely understand that learning happens all the time. Like I I've not in a, I'm a hundred percent not in an agreement with any type of standard or even honestly, even measuring. Like a lot of times they're like, Well, how do you measure your students' learning? I'm like, It's pretty obvious. They're gonna, I'm gonna have a conversation with them and they're either gonna be able to talk to me about it or not. Like, I don't really need to have a piece of paper. And I get why they're doing it. They're doing it because, and me being in the public school system for 22 years, they need it for funding. That's really it. Cause at the end of the day, we all are learning every single moment. Like, there's never not, our brains are not designed to be stagnant, not even when we're sleeping. In fact, Parts of our night while we're sleeping, our brains way more active, you know what I mean? So it's our our brains are designed for solution seeking for for creativity for, you know, learning curiosity, that's how all our brains are designed and I like, it's so funny because I know there there are moms who want to homeschool and, and they're and I hear, I hear like into the grapevine, they're wondering what's going on in the public school. Are we keeping up? I'm like, you're probably ahead. Like Don't worry about what's happening in our school because I can promise you what you're doing is way better, (laughs) you know? So I, I love organic learning. Organic learning is probably, it's by far more superior, honestly, because that child, I believe in going one inch wide and 10 feet deep, you know, one, because if you go one inch wide and 10 feet deep, that depth is where they learn to learn. That depth is where they, they build a love of learning. So it doesn't even matter after a while, like, oh, do you learn that doing this? They'll just say, oh, I re- I remember doing it like this when I was, I'll be honest, when I was younger. I learned most of my love of learning in those years. Like, I can clearly still remember learning to read and write at two years old. My mom did that and being able to, you know, speak two different languages. And I loved painting and I loved art and I loved singing and dancing. And I loved teaching people at three years old. What do I do now? I'm a teacher, I'm a singer. I love doing art, love doing dance, absolutely have my degree in music. I agree with you guys. It is those five years, those first five years, absolutely integral, absolutely integral. And I love the fact that you guys have just honed in on it and you just, you know, with wisdom, you realize this is it. And I, I'm going to go, I want to read some of the testimonies that that you shared with me, because I love them to people saying it's very insightful and you guys are very knowledgeable. Your format is easy to follow. You have excellent examples and solutions. You have super helpful tips and tricks, and everybody's looking for a tip and trick (laughs) to get through the day. Tangible ways to work with my child through some of these typical preschool age issues. I love that. Great toddler handling techniques for even the most fussy Great parent tips with real examples, helpful and constructive advice and tips. So you guys, you've really, you've you've really hit something here. I I do have a question. Where did you come up with the name We Schoolhouse? Like, who thought that one up?
2: Yeah, so I I can uh, I can comment on that. So our our brand in New York, our brick and mortar brand is a Manhattan schoolhouse. So when we wanted to create this sister entity to really take our program, you know, global, reach more parents. So it's meant to resonate, even our branding, our logo, the way we... Think about it. It's really a sister company to our original Manhattan schoolhouse. And and the reason Manhattan schoolhouse was that name was very thoughtful because the regio philosophy is all is all about the community as well. As uh, Stephanie's talked about learning from the community. And because we are our roots are in Manhattan. So that's why the Manhattan and the school and house, it's sort of a home feel. So so that's where the the first entity came from, the first sort of uh, uh, just a uh, just a vision for that, I would say, came from there, and then we wanted to start the sister entity that had the same sort of feel. You you mentioned Montessori, and I just wanted to just comment on that because you're right. That is certainly a more known philosophy, and we would say you know, we're all about the passion for taking care of children. And it's really up to the particular parent as to what resonates with them. There is no right or wrong. It's really about what you believe is the right thing for your child. But I just wanted to highlight a couple of things that can maybe help bring it home a little bit. So uh, the the Reggio philosophy that we follow, it really focuses on more collaboration that Stephanie had mentioned as well, whereas Montessori really focuses a little bit more on independent type of learning and the classrooms are a little bit more flexible open ended where montessori could be a little bit more structured and the the teachers really because it's a child centric program child led play child child approach child's in the middle of everything for reggio the teachers are seen more as partners and guides whereas in montessori uh, systems teachers are seen more as directing the program so those i just wanted to highlight those few differences that are key but again like i said there's no right or wrong you ultimately have to pick the right philosophy for your child that resonates with you
1: now that's perfect i'm so glad you did make that a distinction because i think with so many different things out there which is one of the reasons why i did this podcast is that way we can all have like clarity around the different ways to teach our child a lot of parents you know think that they want one thing and then they're like, Oh, but I really wanted more of this. And you know, when we are able to clarify those things, a parent can really be like, this is exactly what I'm looking for with these elements, you know, and cause everybody, you're right. Everybody has their own different style. I'm definitely, when I have my children, I'm deaf, I'm a hundred percent homeschooling, but I think I'm going to be completely unschooling. <laughs> I know I sound like a heretic, but I can't wait. Like, I'm going to be like, we're not going to, like no rooms. We're going outside. <laughs> I just, I cannot wait. I'm going to do everything opposite. <laughs> so that's how much like I want to tell parents, like teaching your child is so very individual. It is so personal and your children are going to learn no matter what, like they just are. It's impossible to ruin your child. I mean, unless you're an awful evil parent. <laughs> and I just, you know, there's just no awful evil parents looking to help their child become, you know, a better in life. I, I I don't see that happening. And and I love meeting people like you guys who are just creative, who have a passion, who move forward, who you know take things and you know just want to spread it actually go across the united states which i love and globally let's just get you global so i'm i'm excited about that so where can people connect with you guys where can they you know talk to you find out more about what what we schoolhouse has to offer and how they can become a part of it
2: yeah no great question so also just in terms of the we right i said manhattan schoolhouse because it's grounded in manhattan we Schoolhouse is really we. We are the joint community, all of us as humans trying to raise, you know, raise children together. And like we all say, it takes a village. So we're all in this together. I think that was some of the inspiration as well. So as I mentioned, it's Schoolhouse with a K. So we uh, we schoolhouse.com is where you can access our website for all sorts of information. Stephanie is absolutely wonderful with some of the testimonials that you read, with a lot of feedback from parents, and we put out a lot of wonderful tips and uh, just helpful suggestions for parents that they can access. So please follow us on our social media handles. We are offering several easy ways to access our program right now. We are actually offering a 30 day free trial that I would really encourage your, your listeners to take advantage of just to try the program. Also, you know, we are, we are always evolving and we are flexible taking in feedback and continuously improving and we also offer a daily schedule sample that you can download just to see if it's if it's the right right thing for you. It's an age appropriate sample. It's a couple of pages where we lay out a sample day, and then we have some explanations of some of the activities that we are suggesting in that daily schedule. So there, those are you know different ways that you can reach out to us. But please visit our website, and you can you know it's a wealth of information that uh, you can get from there and reach out to us, and we would welcome you. To be part of the community.
1: That's perfect. Perfect timing, right? For summer coming up next month will be June and in July, they'll have so many different things to be able to do. It is perfect, perfect timing. So as we are wrapping up, what is one big takeaway you want to leave with families from our conversation today?
3: Yeah. So I think we want you to know that homeschooling is completely doable. And that there are resources everywhere to guide your journey. You know, every family should feel empowered to make a decision that is best for your particular family and and not worry about the opinions of others who may disagree. I think that really comes along often with homeschooling is there's a lot of pushback. Granted, we are seeing a really significant growing trend, which is very encouraging and wonderful. But I think because the majority maybe don't opt for homeschooling it's easy to get resistance from family, friends who might be concerned that your child won't keep up with the mainstream and, you know, public school system. So we want you to feel empowered to know that it's, it really is doable. You know, there are, there are co-op, there are families that come together and connect. Uh, So, and the resources, right? We Schoolhouse is one, but like we've emphasized along the way is that there, there isn't a one size fits all, but you can find resources that best suit your family's specific needs. So, and you're the one that knows your child better than anyone, you know, your child's needs, you know, your family's needs. So embrace what works ultimately for your
2: unit. So great, great question, Bex. I would say three things for your listeners. One is uh, we follow a philosophy, which is based in evidence. uh, And I just, we just talked through some of those pieces. The Reggio Emilia philosophy is is really phenomenal uh, as the philosophy we've picked to really guide our program. So I think that that's, that's one thing I'd leave like to leave everybody with the other one is we offer a curative curriculum. So there are, Sometimes different companies who are, you know, doing different things. But one of the things we find is that they are pushing out a lot of information and it's not really customized to the individual needs. It's not individual. Obviously, it will be more age specific, but we really curate the program. So you don't have to guess what should you be doing with your child. We are going to partner with you at home. We are going to help you think through that very, very clearly by giving you this daily schedule that you can follow. And I don't mean that to come across in a rigid kind of way. These are guidelines and suggestions that you can follow if they work for you. And we are there to support you. We also offer in-person one-on-one consultations as well to talk individually about your child to really help inform their care. So that's the second thing I would say. The third thing is our platform is very interactive. So we hold webinars, we have a community board, it's really about bringing the early childhood community together and supporting each other through this journey. So those are the three things I would say I would love to leave your uh, leave your uh, listeners with. And please, please join us. We welcome you to our community.
1: Yeah, you know, as you were talking, I was the first thing that came to my mind was that you, you're building such a community, you're building so many different ways for, you know, communication, for fellowship, for, you know, just to be able to be part of something, and you're not alone. And, you know, when I when I read your name, you know, we schoolhouse, but just the word schoolhouse reminds me of back in the day when there was like a schoolhouse and, bunch of kids would come all together different ages and you know you'd have a community you'd really have you know just that that home kind of feel where everybody is together so i love what you guys are doing thank you so much for coming on and sharing we schoolhouse and if you guys are listening to me listening to this in manhattan there's manhattan schoolhouse too so you can you can find them there as well you know this isn't really you have one or the other so it's fantastic. So thank you. Thank you, ladies, so much for coming on and just sharing your your knowledge, your wisdom, your expertise, you know, something brand new. So just thank you again. I really appreciate
3: having you having you on today.
2: Thank you so much. Bex. Thank you. Thank you, Bex.
3: It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having us.